Hello, hello. Welcome back to a new episode of Chatting with Shrev. Today I have a wonderful person on. Her name is Allie. Allie, how are Hi, you? Hi, Shrev. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. This is this has been in the works for a while now. I know, I know. And I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be my first ever podcast. Yeah. So I'm really excited. <laughs> Allie, can you tell our listeners like a little bit about yourself, what you do, like, um, like just give a brief, brief background? Sure. Well, hi, everyone. I'm Alessandra Castaneda. Um, I'm actually from Peru. I moved to the States around six or seven years ago, I think. And it's been fun. I study here. I'm a, actually a senior at EMU, which is like um, Eastern Michigan University. Right. I'm in my last year. Thank God. Senior year. <laughs> but, let's get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm um, I'm super excited to finish, but yes. Um, and other than that, I'm actually working there at EMU. I'm a marketing assistant for um, EMU Campus Life. And right now I'm doing a summer internship with a tech startup. Yeah. And I also have another part-time job um, with a CVE for the school as well. So, Wow, Ali, gonna... you seem very busy going into your senior year. Yes. I mean, I wanted to get as much experience as I could. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do everything that I can. Okay. So let's start off with what you first said. So you said you first moved to the States almost six to seven years ago now. How was, how was that transition for you? Like, um, like coming like at like a little bit older age, like in high school and like whatnot, correct? Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, I always wanted to move out. Um, okay. I don't know if it was just the US or maybe Europe. I don't know. I, I just knew that I didn't want it to be in Peru. Not because I didn't have a bad life or anything. It's just I knew that there were bigger things out okay. there. So um, yeah, and I took that job like to start school here and everything. So it kind of worked out. I have family. So yeah. I mean, it's not like I was like by myself all the time, which is yeah. really helpful. And yeah, the transition was smooth, I guess. Well, I gained a lot of weight. It sounds <laughs> like there's so many like, food around here. I mean, fast food. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And I gained so much weight. Was Virginia the first state that you came to from coming from Peru? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, okay. I was, I mean, it wasn't the first time that I was here because I, okay. I knew like vacation and stuff. Um, okay. But yeah, Virginia was like the first place. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, first off, is your is your parents here in Virginia or are they back in Peru? Oh, they're here. So okay. basically, okay. yeah, I have family here and stuff. So that's, that's great. So like, mm-hmm. what is something that you've seen in the States so far that like you haven't like uh, experienced the same way back in Peru? Yeah, well, I think I was pretty young when I moved out, but just being here, I feel like I'm more independent. Okay. Like, like in Peru, it's like a different culture. You um, stay with your parents, like mm-hmm. till you get married. It's like yeah. a more like a close knit type of like friendship and like yeah. just the community itself. And here, you have you kind of have to make it on your own. In yeah, a way. live and adapt. Exactly. So. Yeah, it's making me more like independent and mature. Yeah. Okay, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, Ali, like one of your favorite, like, I guess, at least from what I've seen, like one of your favorite hobbies is content creation, right? Like, uh, yes. how did you like get into that? Like, personally, I I love taking pictures, like whenever I go on trips and whatnot, but I, I feel like I just don't have the patience to like, you know, create a video, edit and like, 
make like a, a vlog like what yeah. you do so like I'm really interested in like how you got into that and like what goes into it yeah sure well I mean I always like this like it is I don't know it's been like one of my passions since I was like little just okay. like taking pictures or like little videos and edit it out like it's just like I don't know I'm like really creative so mm-hmm. I'm glad that I get to do that kind of thing and now for example with TikTok I've been having so much fun yeah and one thing for example I like is just doing like kind of like restaurant reviews yeah so I like make a few clips I edit it out and then pull cool music and yeah I I like the process it takes time Mm -hmm. it it, it really does take time but like for one TikTok video how long does it take you to like edit the footage like once you've already uh, shot it um it depends okay like the hardest thing for me is just finding the right song because I feel like that changes the whole mood of the video yeah. I mean it sounds like significant I guess for most of people but it, it can actually the music can actually just change everything yeah so mm, yeah that takes a little while for editing I, I gotta I admit say, though like when I watch TikTok I mm-hmm. watch certain videos just for the song like I'm like oh this is catchy song I want to keep exactly. listening to it yeah, and there's like a whole strategy behind it. Like now that I'm like actually like started marketing and all this stuff, like yeah. I can like see like this strategy behind like like every picture, every video. So it's mm-hmm. different. But I will say it depends on the video. I will probably spend like 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. For like a small clips. So yeah. So like what has been something that you've shot recently or like in the past that you um, girl, like that's one of my best pieces that I've done so far Ooh, good question I'm not sure I am honestly really proud of what I put out there because mm-hmm. I I do like take my time like yeah. into you know like just editing cool videos mm-hmm. but actually the last video that I put out it was one of my favorite restaurants in DC that is called El Rey great happy hour by the way so so if you're in the DC area, definitely go. Yeah. <laughs> the margaritas are bomb. Ooh. So yes. And it's, I think it's like 34 for a picture. And so. A margarita? Oh, deal. Yep. Wow. Wait, have you ever had a Sato's Margs in Richmond? Yeah, they're not that great. I'm sorry. I know really? everyone okay. loves so like comparing it to the Comparing no. it to the DC restaurant, they're not that great no it was they were strong like really good so I showed like a couple of videos there I put it together I put yeah. it to TikTok and I don't know where like it blew up yeah. like right now it has like almost it's like 30,000 yeah like 30,000 views and like 200 or 300 likes no 3,000 likes actually on TikTok on TikTok yes wow yeah and I was like wait I actually like this <laughs> yeah that, that's that been pretty cool so my last video on TikTok if you want to check it out yeah yeah free shout out <laughs> what, what is your uh TikTok ID I think it's like underscore and then Alessi so that's A-L-E-C-I so right. check we'll it tag, out we'll tag it at the end we'll tag it at yes the end. yes yes <laughs> so Ali besides like content uh creation what are some of your other hobbies that you love to uh like dive into well I think that I have a well I mean I haven't had like that much like free time yeah right now like to do like other things but yeah content creation is one and then I love just going to restaurants and trying new foods yeah um yeah so that's one of my 
I guess passion. So, so what's like your go-to dish then? Like, what do you, what do you, like, if you can eat one thing, mm-hmm. you know, for like the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh my God, tough. I think it will be carne asada tacos. I know Ooh. it's so, it's so simple, but it's just so With good. The bottomless <laughs> chips? Yes. <laughs> oh my God, that's the reason why I gained so much weight. So be careful, but. <laughs> I think but mine would be so like pasta. Good. Yeah, pasta is good too, but it's super filling, and I feel like I can eat more tacos. Yeah, I will go for tacos for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So, can you tell us like your your journey from, uh, I guess like coming from Peru to the states to like your education Mm -hmm. and like how you wanted to go into marketing? Because I know you had like a little bit of a career change at one point, right? Yeah, a big career change. <laughs> I went like from nursing to marketing, which is like completely different. Yeah. But I mean, ever since I was like, yeah, I wanted to be a doctor. I feel like everyone wants to be a doctor when they're kids, but yeah. I really want it. And then I like someone told me, yeah, it's gonna take like ten years. So you like, so when you like start like to get like a job like officially and stuff. And I was like, uh, I don't want to go to school ten years. So no thanks. So I like jumped around like careers, not like in college, just like high school and like middle right. school and stuff. Right. So like, it's been like thought. doctor, like an architect, and then I was like, well, I want to do like international business, so I can do that. So it was like a lot of things. Yeah. But when I got here um I started like volunteer at a hospital because my aunt works there and I was like wait this is actually something that I like and yeah and then my aunt was like well I mean if you do nursing it's a good job like you're gonna you're gonna have a job once you finish like it's stable like great hours great pay and I was like okay and then my whole family was like yes like nursing blah 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 and I was like okay 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 but then it went like it came like to the time of like applying to nursing school and I have everything I have like prerequisites letter of recommendation I have like everything yeah and I just went like to the VCU like nursing school and the director was like well this is a super competitive program it's like we only grab like sit um like sits out of I don't know how much it was like super competitive and like this is our curriculum this is where you're gonna study it was like so like uh, stressful to me and I was like do I really want to go this route like if I guess it's a lot of money it's a lot of time so like do I really want to do this so I don't know I kind of had like a breakdown you know it's funny that you say that because I recently like uh because I want to go into medical school I want to be a physician and with me not being in med school yet I have that constant uh thoughts in my head like is like until like I'm in there I'm like dude am I doing enough? Is this what I really want to do? Because yeah. the struggle is real. And like, so uh, real. it's so yes. real. And it's just yeah. like, I think I was talking to, uh, well, brief, brief interruptions story. Mm-hmm. Allie is actually the girlfriend of John, who was our first guest on this yeah. pod. And me and John <laughs> were talking about like, you know, mental adversity, how to like stay positive mm-hmm. and grind through it. So when you were telling me that, I'm just like, dude, it's, I feel like if someone really wants to do something in life, like Mm -hmm. whatever profession it is, time is everything. And if you have that fire to keep pursuing Mm -hmm. it and you're determined to get there for whatever career path you are, you'll be successful. One way or another, you'll be successful. Yeah. If you put in the work a hundred percent, but I think at the same time, you really have to reflect on what you want and yeah you really have to know yourself. And that's something that I wish 
I would have done even like before school just to narrow down like exactly what I wanted because I have yeah. a lot of interests but for example like I was never like a science person not a math person at all um so and that was going to be my life for the next what like three years yeah and that's where I started to be like well I'm not like good at that like and I honestly enjoy just being creative because even like I was like okay I'm gonna get a job as a nurse but in my free time I'm gonna have a creative side hustle yeah. so that was always in my head like I always wanted like to do our graphic design contemplation and all, all the things so I was like well why I just don't just go for it mm -hmm. but it is hard because you know like I don't know maybe you can relate but I mean there is like family pressure yeah that's of, like career-wise yeah so it was like really hard having that conversation with my family yeah uh, and just like tell them I'm not gonna do this yeah because sure. I mean when I I mean it's like hard because I, I told my dad yeah when I go for like marketing and communication so he was like no like yeah. you're not gonna make money out of it you're mm -hmm. like there's more career you can be a lawyer you can be a doctor you can be yeah and I was like I, I, but I don't want that and I at the end of the day that. it's like <laughs> yeah my own dreams yeah and it took a while I think for them to understand that yeah. this is what I really want to do but once they saw me just like happy with what I was doing like marketing and all that stuff like that's I think where they saw okay okay you can you can do this yeah. <laughs> you can do this you're gonna be successful I think so. my parents were a little bit the same way when I was growing up it's like I would have like these aspirations of like whatever TV show movies I was watching, like, oh, I'm gonna become a cop. I wanna become a pilot or something. And yeah. they're like, no, you have to go into medicine. You have to do something that'll get you a job and like mm -hmm. security and whatnot. But I think like as the years progress, like as maybe it was similar for you, it's like they're like, okay, as long as you're happy and you're doing something that you like, money's like a secondary thing. Yeah. Because I've seen the struggle. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. And I mean money is necessary of course everyone yeah. wants money and then for example like me I know the type of lifestyle that I want to have yeah but I'm gonna work towards it I don't need to be um in my case because it's not my passion <laughs> but yeah. I don't want like I don't want to be like a lawyer or a doctor because just no I yeah. I know that what I'm like doing right now I'm gonna be really successful at it because I have that passion I have the work ethic to do it so and I just trust myself. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's the biggest thing is having, I think if one can have that self-confidence in themselves that they can get through whatever hurdle that they have to get mm -hmm. to their end goal, it's all you need. You just need that self, self-drive and self-fire within you to like keep going. Yeah. You shouldn't like rely on other people to motivate you to uh, get to where you want in life. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but also like having a good like um, support system is is good. I mean, yeah. I'm close to my family. So like in those type of like life changing decisions, like I, yeah. I mean, I do like consult with them and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's my decision. Exactly. So, yeah. And I think uh, yeah. support is great. I think like like in our friend group like we there's such a supportive system it's like you... yeah you guys are great oh my god i love you all <laughs> we love you too Honestly. Allie. <laughs> it's you. like i think it's like when we were at the cabin you know it was like i feel like everyone was in such different places like in life whether like 
second, third year or first year of dental medical school, whatever it was, it was like that time when we were all together. It was just like a free zone where you can just like, no one talks about that stuff because like, it's like we consume with it every day anyway. It's like like a zone where like no school, no nothing. We're just here to have fun, play games and like make memories. And I think one of the best parts of that trip was when you brought out, um, what was the camera thing where like oh you, the Polaroid, oh, Polaroid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah where we all just started taking pictures I was like I was like this is something I'll remember and like have a have evidence like oh I was there guys like I was at their cabin trip <laughs> yes no it's so much fun and just like, documenting things is awesome but yeah I mean I love you all so much like <laughs> you all welcome me with upper open arms so yeah it's pretty exciting I so when you like documenting things right Mm -hmm. is there like do you have like a trip or anything like or event planned for the future that you're like oh I want to do this because I've seen so-and-so events like or so-and-so like things from like social media or whatever that inspired Mm -hmm. me to like want to go here and look at this stuff yeah um yes for example like there is a bunch of things that I want to do like here in Richmond because I I do want to like you know not represent the city but you just like show it all because yeah. like Richmond has like so many like good gems yeah so yeah I'm looking forward just to go and like take pics and videos and John is coming tomorrow so John, I'm gonna have John. I'm gonna have my partner with me like to just go and yeah do fun things so what is your favorite fun. thing to do in Richmond oof I I don't know honestly food <laughs> yeah. and just hanging out with friends it's, it's just nice to, just to chill or like that part of the the VMFA is yeah. so cute and just Dude, like VMFA happy hours used to be like the mood yeah. to go and like just relax talk to friends mm-hmm. have a few drinks here and there and just like vibe yeah. out yeah hopefully it's not that hot because like it's so hot outside so it is hot day. man it's like it's like what 95 degrees with the wind like a heat wave of like a hundred or something yeah so right now I'm just chilling in my house for now I think one of my favorite things to do in Richmond is like kind of bike through downtown and like um sit at Belle Isle when there's like a nice cold breeze I love that just like hearing like the water like move and like just sitting there that's like one of my favorite things to do in Richmond oh yeah for sure I mean I like Richmond but now that I you know, I visited Michigan and, you know, more things like Boston and like yeah. Pittsburgh. It's like kind of hard to come back home. And I don't know, yeah. like it's a, it's a different vibe. It's different. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how sure. to describe it. When I went to go visit like Nate in Pittsburgh, my first mm-hmm. my first time uh, with you guys, with you and John, I was yeah. like, I fell in love with the city. It was it felt like a bigger Richmond for me, but it was mm-hmm. also like each part of that city was a different vibe if you kind of if you like kind of understand what I'm saying like it wasn't like the same trend everywhere and I don't know it was just like a really like homey vibe and I was just like I would definitely can see myself living here and I felt the same way when I saw Boston I was just like oh my god I'm a hardcore Patriots fan (laughs) and I was just like when I saw Boston I was like I can totally see myself living here too yes no me too and I'm like because I'm a city girl like yeah. in Pharrell like I live in Lima which is like the city so it's like I love just places that it's like easy to get around like yeah. I can take a bus or I can bike or like it's just see yeah. people around doing their thing like reading or talking I don't know it's just 
a different kind of vibe so I, love I think that. it's like cities are great for people watching like I love people watching and it's like yes. it sounds weird but I'm just like sitting there I'm just it's like, not weird I'm just like <laughs> seeing everyone you're like oh that's cool like this person is doing so-and-so activity and like or like oh that person has a cool outfit or whatever it's just yes. like it's such an interesting like time to just sit back and like watch everyone else do their own yeah. thing yeah and like I don't know I feel like it's not I feel like I don't know I feel like it's small like when I'm in the city I feel like it's small but in a good way it's yeah. like I have like people around me and you know everyone has problems I have like <laughs> it, it's like a it's a vibe. we're all in it it's together like we're all in it together like, yeah exactly exactly I love being around people so since you say you're like a city gal like mm-hmm. in the future if you can have let's say like a top three right list mm-hmm. What are the top three places you would like to live? That's tough. Okay. That's tough because that's like one of like the things, first of all, that I've talked with John, just like where do we see ourselves yeah. like in? Because I really like the city. So I will definitely want to have that experience of like living in a city. Yeah. <laughs> so first of all, like right now, Detroit, I like Detroit. So yeah. I might stay um, after I graduate for a couple of years and then until John finishes and we'll figure it out but as of now dc has my heart like yeah. always so DC's maybe like something in that area like nova he likes it too so we'll oh, see. see i think okay so here's my, well since i currently stay in nova this is my thing with nova after mm-hmm. living in a city for four years and then coming back to this area at least mm-hmm. where i live it takes 30 minutes to go anywhere and you need a car right and it's just all land there's nothing like really like interesting going on all the time and I feel like that's such an for me it's such a pain for me to like go outside and like do anything especially Mm -hmm. because I like most of my friends are like living in cities so it feels weird to go into a city hang out with my (laughs) friends and then come back to like the middle of nowhere we're just I have the same feeling I have the same feeling when I go and visit John like we're in Detroit like it's fun like we walk like through like you know like the city and stuff is great and then I come back home to the suburbs and I'm like oh okay it's like like the way it's like when you're coming back it's like a 40 minute drive like dang dude I have to drive 40 minutes now like just to get back home like why can't I just take like the a train or something to like go back home? Yeah, I think the next place will be Chicago. So let's get everyone and just go. Chicago is so cute. Chicago so, is cute. I I uh, yeah. saw my brother. There's this podcast that I listen to. It's called Smartless. It's with mm-hmm. uh, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes, and okay. they're going on tour. And one of the few places was Brooklyn, Boston, Chicago wisconsin and la i think and i was like yo let's go to chicago he's like why chicago we can go to like boston or new york or boston to see our friends again i was like well i want to go to a city where that i haven't been to like i think Mm -hmm. that'd be more interesting so like that's what i started to do like whenever we want to go somewhere i'm like let's go to a city where that we've none of us have ever been yeah yes because it's like a fun time to adventure for everyone it's like something new and I think it's like the best way to see stuff like in the world mm-hmm. is like going to places you've never been to, even if it's out of your comfort zone. Exactly. I agree a hundred percent. So yeah, I mean, I, I love like traveling too, but then it's just like a weird feeling just coming back home. Cause for example, when I, when I came back to Richmond, I feel like everything was smaller. Yeah. Um, it was just, I don't know. And I was like, oh. it's like you, <laughs> your serotonin was so high. And then it just dropped when you're, as soon as you came back, you're like, ah, 
Yeah. So yeah, and Michigan and like Chicago, what Illinois, like it's like cool. It's like so, only two hours, right, from Detroit, like Chicago. I think it's three. Three, yeah. Three hours. It's not that bad. Where we should go? No, we, <laughs> we should, should go. go. <laughs> I I love how like traveling. I think like recently, like I I've been traveling more, but I hate planes, man. Planes, really? Just, planes, like I can do it, but like the turbulence and all that, it scares the crap out of me. <laughs> like when I was coming back from Boston. I had it was like I think like rain and windy like in Boston mm-hmm. that morning when I was leaving so like the plane was constantly shaking oh no and the person sitting next to me she looks at me she's like hey are you all right because she can like see the soul exiting my body every time like, <laughs> the, like the plane was hilarious and I was just oh like, my I, god I looked at her alley and I was just like nope I'm not okay like this is scaring the even though it's only a one hour plane ride like it's like a taxi uh-huh. ride essentially a one hour that whole one hour I was on the edge of my seat just oh holding on as hard as I could because I'm just like I hate planes I was like, Trev, I was like get a drink next time get a drink <laughs> <laughs> well so you know what my motto is it's like if we're over the ocean I know how to swim I'll be all right and <laughs> just get my bag yeah, and I'm- parachute yeah. out like <laughs> hopefully that doesn't happen but you no, know no 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 she told me an interesting story yeah. it was just like she's like well you know whenever there's turbulence or whatnot I like to look at the flight attendant because she mm-hmm. I think it was a few years prior um some plane had gone down and she oh was she was flying on that same airline like mm-hmm. that next day or something and they had really bad turbulence and she looked up at the flight attendant and she just turned pale like the flight attendant turned pale and she's like, oh, my God, like, this could be happening. But they, at the end, they were fine. Yeah. And then I looked at her. I was like, you know what? It's not really reassuring to me. Like, yeah, <laughs> look no, at other people. No. Like, them Wait, if you're, afraid, if you're afraid of planes, don't watch a manifest on Netflix. Just don't. I mean, like, so manifest <laughs> is about, like, how they're stuck in time, right? Like, for, like, a, what was it? Like, 20-some years or something? Yeah. No, like, five years. But five they were years. on a plane okay. and then they disappear for five years but for them was like a couple like seconds yeah. it's like a whole thing but it started with a plane it. so yeah. it, i recommend that one the longest i've ever been on a plane was i think 20 hours it was from here to india and even then i did all my research on like the top uh carriers like qatar emirates yeah, yeah. Nansa, and i was like you know what they have a good success rate i'm gonna fly on this company <laughs> <laughs> and not look i love back. that <laughs> It was great. I enjoyed it. But um, you know what? I did. I, I mean, I like plants. I like the efficiency of getting to a place faster. It's just turbulence yeah. and everything. I can't do it. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I mean, it can be fun, though. Be <laughs> Not fun. that I like turbulence, but I mean, I like planes. How does uh, John feel about like planes and like traveling in general? Because you guys are think... doing like long distance, right? Yeah, sadly, but um. Yeah, I mean, I think it was great. We, like, our first trip on a plane was, like, to Boston to visit Peasant oh. um, Sahar. So that was so cool. Yeah. And, yeah, people say that, if, like, a relationship survives if they, like, have an okay, like, if they can pass through the airport, they're going to be okay. And we pass through the airport. <laughs> what type of passenger are you? Are you, like, the slow, like, we'll get it, we'll get there, like, no worries? Yes, and he's more, like, no, it's strict, but he, he keeps me in check for sure. He's like, we got to get there, Ali. No stopping, no nothing. Yeah, he's the yeah. one checking the, you know, like, the IDs. You have your ID, you have your, like, boarding pass and stuff. So yeah. 
it's like that yep. tiktok trend what's going on it's like the full dad mode like at the airport oh my god he does he's like a complete dad mode <laughs> just checking the ids and going like, all right guys let's yeah. go let's go i'm the one that has to like relax him a little though I feel like I'd be he, totally like the, the same as John, like being like in full go mode and like, all right, until we get to the gate, everyone's yeah. like following and we're doing, we're getting there as fast as we can just so we don't miss anything. Like miss the flight. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I hop on airplanes every two months, maybe to yeah, go and see him. Cause I'm, I'm the one that goes more. Cause you know, like he's in dental school. He has yeah. like a more a strict schedule and I've been doing everything online. So I can do this anywhere. I so like I've been long distance is kind of hard sometimes. How has that been for you? Well, yeah, it's it's hard because I mean I miss being next to him. Like even if we're not talking or anything, it's just like different when you have oh, sure, your yeah. person next to you, you know. But I mean, I, when we started dating, like I knew that he was gonna move yeah. away. So. I already kind of have that mindset. So we've been doing like long distance for a year and a half now, Mm -hmm. probably like half of our relationship has been, you know, like just going back and forth because he started, for example, like the George Mason program. So, and I was here in Richmond, that was like an hour and 40 minutes. He was really busy. I was really busy with school and working. So, I mean, it kind of balances out because I'm I'm pretty independent and I th- yeah. think he is too. And that's one of the things that maybe that's why it works because we mm-hmm. have our space. Yeah. I think they balance with- each other out really well. Yeah. Like from what I've seen, <laughs> like when I've seen John, like it's, <laughs> there's one specific moment <laughs> when I think about the cabin, like from the cabin trip where John starts, just starts chugging this one, one thing for oh, no reason. No one told God. him what to do. No one told him why he should do it. He just starts doing it. And you start looking at him and we all look at you. So you're dismayed. I was of- so pissed. That was <laughs> the funny thing afterwards. He's like, he was just like sitting there, like, like, you know, like hugging with you and everything. And I'm just yeah. like, it's a classic John move. Like, yeah, I was one. like, what? And then like, um, has took a Polaroid picture and then you can see my face. Like being like, what are you doing? <laughs> I think, yeah. it was hilarious but i uh do you do you think that with you guys doing long distance it's kind of strengthened your guys's bond like like with like more I, open communication and just like yeah um always being there for each other when you guys are in person yeah i mean there is two things that a re- long distance relationship has to have in my opinion and that's commitment and trust yeah so, and that's the two things that we both have like we want to be together and we see a future together so that's the one thing that keeps us like driving forward yeah um that's one thing and then trust I literally (laughs) have like complete trust in him like he does too so I mean I'm the one encouraging him like to go out with your friends like do the things like because I'm not like worried that he's gonna lose something and he's not worried that I'm gonna lose something so I mean just like having those two things is really important Mm -hmm. um in terms of communication we do struggle sometimes I mean we make time for each other like we FaceTime every night we are like texting each other you know like the normal yeah, thing it doesn't but have to be like every hour or like every day but it's just like you guys both sad, have your right? own stuff going on but like it's I don't know I've never been in a relationship so I can't like really speak for it but I've seen other people yeah. in relationships so it's like I feel like when you have that commitment and that trust in one another 
you can like uh, especially with YouTube it's just like you guys can go like you know what let her do her own thing like we'll regroup like at the end of the day yeah. like, we're both like free and done with whatever tasks that we have and it would be just be like a nice time like to like hang out yeah it is yeah so when I go and like see him like I stay for you know like for like a short period of time but I'm still with him so yeah. it's like those times are like the reassuring part of yeah. uh, it's like for okay sure. like we we can like be together we like get along well but I mean it's not like all like roses and like you yeah. know like happy times all the time I mean that's kind of unrealistic with uh relationship to be honest but yeah like we try every, to make it work for sure I feel like every relationship has its ups and downs but um the beauty of it is like you always learn from like whatever has occurred and you're like all right like it's happened let's, let's move on I feel like yeah I think that's the best part um but yes. I was thinking of one funny thing when you're mentioning mm-hmm. when you go visit John it's like when you used uh, that sound you're like oh hey babe like He's gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and John just turns around so fast. He's like, what? What's going on? <laughs> I know. I know. It was, and, and it's like recorded, like it's documented in yeah. that. <laughs> I saw that yeah. and I was just like, oh, dude, I'd be cracking up if I was like in the room just waiting for that reaction to happen. Yeah. I mean, he's something else. But I'm so I am something else too. So oh I mean. yeah, I think you see that's what I'm saying. Like balancing each other out. Like you guys balance each other out, balance each other out really well, and it's fun for like the other people to also like kind of witness that. It's just like we can have fun with you guys while you guys are yeah. having fun with with each other. Yeah, no, and that's the one thing I do want to mention that maybe I mean don't this is relationship is not for everyone. Like if yeah. you're super clingy with being kind of clingy is not bad but I mean if you're like super clingy in like your love language like the number one is like um personal affection and stuff maybe yeah. it's not gonna work out um so that's something to keep in mind if you want to you know go into a long distance relationship or something. like you kind of have to like know yourself and if yeah. you're independent you have that commitment you have that trust then it is worth it if yeah. not you kind of have to reassess <laughs> for yeah, sure I- yeah I was talking to someone the other day and I was like telling him I was like dude you have to be honest with yourself about like what the situation is right now with you and the other person involved because if you don't think with a clear headspace like this is not gonna end well for you and he was mm-hmm. like yeah man I, I, I gotta do that and I was like dude it's all about reassurance like you gotta like have yeah. like those other people to remind you like dude just slow down think with the with a clear mind and like what you're about to do and like how you're about to proceed with something yeah it's necessary and more so because we are like in our 20s yeah you know it's like we kind of have to like at this point like know what we want and yeah I don't know just like go for it like if you really want to go for it but just like know yourself and know yeah. what you want you sometimes you have to be selfish yeah I think and have the standards too <laughs> yeah something I've learned like it's come hard for me to learn is like being selfish because I feel like it's I don't know I feel like sometimes when I do something that I feel like is selfish it comes off the wrong way to other people and like really? someone, yeah so it's like I'm always like in my head about it like even when I like I text someone talk to someone or like mm-hmm. do an action like I I feel like 
I have to, I think more about it than I should. And then mm-hmm. I like my friend, like Eric, he's like, bro, you're overthinking it. Or even like, Nate, yeah, like, thinking it like, it's not that deep. And I was like, are you sure, man? Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure like that action, like made the other person mad. But like, no, mm-hmm. they didn't take it that way. You're just thinking about it that way. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, no, I feel you. Like sometimes like I think that way, like for example, like writing emails for my work and stuff, like yeah. it's like, am I sounding like too bitchy? Like, am I sounding yeah. like super nice? Like, is like, why are they going to think of me? You know? Yeah. And so sometimes I just have to stop and be like, you know what? I'm doing a good job. I'm yeah. here. You, you know, like they, they like my teammates, like like me and stuff. So I'm doing something right. Like I don't yeah. need to overthink it. You just gotta everything. have like I think the biggest thing is like just having that self confidence, and that mm-hmm. definitely takes time. I believe at least for me. It, oh, it, for it sure. Takes time. Oh yeah. You no, same, to, like, same, build same. it up and like go like you know what? Let's <laughs> yeah. fire. Let's rapid fire this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it takes time, but it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it when you're like in a point where you know what you want, you know yourself, you love yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. Ali, do you have Is any superstitions? Good... What do you mean? Like, so... oh, like, oh, oh, yes. Like superstitions, you said, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would like to say that I'm not, you know, like I don't believe in things, but at the end of the day, I do. Yeah. <laughs> For example, with salt, like if you like dump like salt, I don't know, you know, like you're cooking or something, you put like too much salt or something like that. Like yeah. you whip have to like grab salt and then like throw it like to your left side if not you're gonna have butt luck really like if you yes. put salt into like like how much salt like how much too much are we talking about no for example like if i'm like cooking chicken and then i spill some yeah i should have said that like it spills some like salt into like outside of the chicken for example yeah. and then now it's on the counter i quickly have to like grab some and then throw it throw like on top of throw it over my shoulder yeah if not you're gonna have butt luck or if you put your purse um, on the floor, it means that you're not going to have money. So you're not going to see my purse on the floor ever. <laughs> so those are the two things. I think it's a family thing, maybe. But I think yeah. for me, like superstitions, I, I don't know if I have any of like that. But I, I, I do believe in some. Like when it comes to like watching sports or whatever, if my team's mm-hmm. playing like in some big game or whatnot, mm-hmm. I've learned in the past if I like if I keep talking about it, they're gonna lose. And like, so I don't. Oh my talk, god! <laughs> so I don't talk about it. I don't. That do, is funny. Like, anyone asks me anything, I'm like, dude, I don't have an opinion. Like, talk to me. Like, like no way. Thinking, like, depending on what's happening, or it's like, yeah. Um, I think it's like always walking in with my right foot into places, like like when I'm stepping in. Yes, just so like, yes, yes. It's like. Um, I don't know like in the Indian culture like I feel like mm-hmm. in most cultures it's like you whenever you're serving something you always want to give it your right hand because it means like a good offering or whatnot I so think so yeah or like when you get out of bed like you have I think you have to pull your left your right foot first just right when you wake up like your your yeah your right feet has to touch the floor first yeah that means like good luck for the day basically yeah so yeah <laughs> I guess I do have certain superstitions I think it's like I think superstitions and rituals I think they can be intertwined like when maybe like yeah conversation true 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 oh wait if you see a black cat oh no time, run away like that's a, that's a bad omen you see but that's like a superstition maybe something's gonna happen 
you know? So I'm like, okay, no black cats, please. <laughs> so, Ali, when you, do you remember your dreams? I do. Okay. And they're so weird. <laughs> Have you had any dreams where you've had like deja vu moments? Oh, I remember this. Like, that's weird, but I don't remember from where yeah well I mean I do have deja vu like I can I don't know if I'm like daydreaming maybe yeah. but there's certain things that I'm like wait I think I've lived this before or yeah I, I catch myself in those moments at least like once like in two weeks or something like that yeah it's like I don't know yeah I get those type of deja vu out I of nowhere because it's like uh when you're talking about the black cat, I have this dream where like I'm driving a black car. It's at mm-hmm. night. And I know yeah. that road specifically, like where it's leading to and where I'm turning. Uh-huh. But for some reason in this dream, I lose control and I hit a barricade. Like a bear. And then I'm like, and I, t- I have to tell myself sometimes yeah. when I'm dreaming, like if it's a bad dream, it's like, oh, it's just a dream. It's just a dream. You'll wake mm-hmm. up. So in this yeah. dream, I do that to myself. I'm like, yo, it's just a dream. Wake up. You'll be fine. And I don't. Because I realized, oh my God, this is real life. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's like whenever I go past yeah. that road or anything at night, it's like a superstition for me. It's like, okay, just like 10 and 2, keep us, <laughs> uh, keep your the firm hands on the wheel and do not go fast. Do like, no oh my everything. God. Wait, ha- have you tried to look up like what your dreams mean? I have, but like, I don't really like, it's like astrology. I'm not like that big into like, yeah. the meaning behind it. Like, I just me feel- neither, but I mean, there are some specific things that are kind of right. First of all, I don't know if it's like a Peruvian thing or not, but if you dream and your teeth are falling, it means that someone close to you is going to pass away. Mm. And so far, like, at least in my family, when someone like dreams about that, most of the time it happens. Oh it sounds God. so dark, <laughs> but <laughs> but yes, yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know. I see. Yeah, I've had dreams like that too, where some something happened and like I woke up like terrified. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like it's just like our mind playing tricks. Like you know, like okay, can I test this person while they're sleeping? Like how will they react? And I'm just yeah. like, you can't get me this time. Like I used to. <laughs> where I used to be terrified of roller coasters, and I still am. Like it's just really a thing. Like when you drop. Oh, okay. Okay. Like. I have this very specific dream where I'm in my bed, I'm sleeping, mm-hmm. and my bed just like turns into a roller coaster, and I and I go into a deep dive, and I used to wake up all the time for like nightmares and whatnot, right? I would consider it a nightmare. Oh my god! And then when I started going on roller coasters, my brother and like I came up with a mechanism, I'm like just keep my mm-hmm. eyes closed, pray until I get to the top, and I'll open my eyes and experience the rest of it, like as soon yeah. as we're dropping. Every time uh-huh. that dream occurred, I'm like, you know what? I'm not scared anymore because I know what happens. Even if it's a black <laughs> hole, I know what happens, but I'm still going to wake up because I don't want to yeah. experience this in my dream. <laughs> oh my God. That's so, well, I mean, it's not funny. I mean, it it's seems not, really I mean, it is real. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny, but it, like, it feels real. Yeah. Oh my God. I will look it up for you. I will look okay, up okay. the definition of it. <laughs> Well, Ali, it was a it was a pleasure having you. And Yay, um, before I let you go, me. I've been asking this question a few times, but I want to mm-hmm. mix it up. I think I asked yeah. it last week. I'm not sure, but if you if there's a parallel universe, right, like a okay. whole universe, exactly like Earth, 
and okay. you can have let's say three things you can mm-hmm. change three things about this alternate universe from this world what would you change from this world like yeah. first of all earth right now yeah. what would i change? Hmm. completely new universe i will go with um just be more like sustainable conscious like I don't know. Lately, I've been like seeing the news and, you know, like the climate change and all of that. It really like kind of freaks me out. So, and I will hope that more people like, will care about it. Yeah. So, that's one thing I will change is like people being more conscious about the environment. Yeah. Mm, that's one. The second one can be, hmm, I don't know. I, I like, I guess like the quality of life maybe okay. like people can get paid for what they do because like, there's a ton of people that do so much work and they don't get paid enough and that's really sad yeah. <laughs> so, like, five, and, okay, so better environment equal pay mm-hmm. amongst mm-hmm. Like, i guess like all all career yeah. paths okay and specifically like women and like you know because mm-hmm. we don't get paid as <laughs> the same oh, as yeah. our male counterparts so that will be nice <laughs> um and hmm, remove the stig- the stigma about periods. Periods. Yes. Can mm-hmm. can you uh, explain more about that? Yeah. So I feel like we, especially when we have like grown up, you know, just being ashamed of our periods, yeah. which is a normal thing that our body does. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like a lot of people like, feel ashamed about it. I know that in a lot of countries, they have like practices that exclude women or little girls that have their periods just because, really? yeah, they have their periods and they seem as impure. And I think that's, I don't know if I can curse in this, but yeah. <laughs> I think that's so bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah. You think? Get rid of that taboo. You think when a girl tells a group of friends or someone, Mm -hmm. or lets someone know that they're on their period, that those people who are aware of it are really extra cautious? And does that make the girl feel uncomfortable or like? Yeah. That like that their friends are acting a different way or their close ones are. Yeah, for sure. And I mean. I don't know why. First of all, it's a little thing as, you know, hiding your pad or your tampon when you go to the bathroom. Like yeah. in high school, like I used to like hide it because I was like, so I was like, I don't want like anyone like to like to know that I have my period right now. Like, so I like started hiding it. But then I grew up and I'm like, hold up. This is so normal. Why am I hiding and yeah. doing this extra thing? So whenever I have my period, I just literally if I have to go to the bathroom, grab my pad and go to the bathroom. Like, I, I don't care who sees that I have a pad because it's normal. It's so, normal. I feel yeah. like there's a lot of stuff that we have to, like, normalize. Um, I think one of the biggest things recently was, like, or, like, it's been here for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's, like, when people come out of the closet saying, like, they're, yeah. like, whatever, like, their sexuality is, it's, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be, like, a big, at least in my opinion, like, it shouldn't be, like, a big thing where, like, they have to feel like they have to announce it to everyone, you know? What yeah. they do in their personal time is up to them. It's, mm-hmm. like, we're not one to judge another person for what they do. Like, yeah. And I feel like that's a big thing. I feel like a lot of people struggle with that in that, in, like, you know, we just feel that acceptance or, like, in, like, 
that struggle of holding on to something like that makes that makes them feel insecure and it impacts them with yeah. their other day-to-day activities especially when they're young and that's honestly really sad but i feel like we are a new generation yeah. and i feel like we can be more open not only about like our sexuality but just open about like a lot of things yeah so hopefully there's a better future ahead yeah no <laughs> so, i would love yes. to live in that alternate universe of yours mm-hmm. thank you it will be nice <laughs> it will be nice well ali thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to hop on the pod and yeah. um maybe one day we can have like you and john both on together and like have like, that'll be cute have like a we'll see <laughs> a fun pod going on with with the with the with everyone oh my god yes yeah, yeah and hopefully i'll see you soon yeah, see, hopefully we can make our like annual trip this year yes <laughs> yes i agree i agree yeah yeah hopefully well, hopefully <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you for having me all right bye ali bye